the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Isaiah 61. I'm here. This is Pastor Solomon I'm from Spirit of Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. We're excited that you've joined us again, and uh, we hope that this is being a blessing to you and that you're inviting others to be a part of what God is doing and also to be blessed uh, by what God is doing through this Isaiah 61 ministry. And so um, if you have not yet, just ping a friend, ping a neighbor, uh, ping a co-worker, and just let them know about Isaiah 61. And uh, you can catch up on previous editions of um, our podcast on our podcast when you go to am980themission.com and then you look for podcast and Isaiah 61 will be there. You are welcome to share that with everybody. Share that on social media. Let it bless um, all those that, you know, would care to listen. And as you share, the Spirit of God is going to just... uh, soften the heart and and direct people as um, who need it to actually go on the platform to be blessed. So thank you, uh, Spirit of Lord Church. We start services Sundays at ten thirty, and we have Bible studies on Tuesdays at six thirty p.m. We typically share a meal before Bible study, and we invite you to be a part of some great conversation, great study time, and really what happens is that the body of Christ, which we are, we edify ourselves, we build ourselves up, and we challenge ourselves through Scripture. So this month, October, um, we're fortunate and blessed to be in such um, critical moments, but also um, to see a new month, to see the 10th month of the year, and um, we want to go to... uh, the theme of this month, which is given. Um, given. Last month, we focused on stewardship. And really, in order to give, you need to be an excellent steward, not only of money, but of your time, of resources, and really all your gifts that God has given you. So stewardship is is very critical. And I'm glad that we transitioned from being good stewards um, in a kingdom to given. Um, that really go they go hand in hand, uh, and I want to talk about the timeliness and the prophetic nature of giving. And I know that some of you may be listening, and you you've had experiences um, in your life about how your obedience to God in giving triggered um, 
a ripple effect in in essence causing that which you never anticipated to occur and you realizing that wow your giving was in response to God's word to you and that was prophetic now sometimes we get into circumstances where we are not sure what the next step would be what would happen next but being able to depend solely on God is is a is, is a mark of our uh, trust in him and also our maturity to know that he has everything under control he's got everything figured out he's got everything really lined up and even if it does not seem that way we have to walk and speak faith we got to walk and speak as god speaks and so i want us to look at an at example here in scripture genesis 22 where abraham the father of faith our father um really demonstrated how we trust god how we speak prophetically um, in response to God's word in obedience, and that triggers God to move. It triggers God's hand uh, to visit us and to bring the miraculous. Genesis 22, and um, I'll read from verse 4. Then on the third day, King James Version. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the word, the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they both went, and they went both of them together. Verse 7, And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Verse 8, that's the critical um, where things turn. Right, The question came from Isaac to his dad Abraham saying that well I see I see the knife I see the fire I see the wood I see everything else but the lamb where is it verse 8 and Abraham said my son God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering that that was a simple answer, seemingly so, right? And um, so then they went both of them together. Abraham had received the word of God to go sacrifice his son, and he would, he embarked on that journey. Whatever happened, whatever emotions, um, triggers uh, that uh, preceded the journey, we are not told of those, but we are certain that there were some emotions um, and, and some 
considerations, reconsiderations, and um, some thoughts that went into this whole process. Um, But then at some point in time, Abraham had to overcome those. Abraham had to um, know that once he had responded and was willing to give his son, son that came and that came as a miracle, a son that was unexpected, a son that was prophetically spoken, came into his existence. Now God was saying that, look, go sacrifice your son. Go sacrifice the gift that I gave you. Give the gift back to me. Must have been hard, but we're told that Abraham journeyed on and it got to a place where he had to create a separation. He had to create a separation between his uh, his young man, that's his servants, and then he and Isaac. So they went, they kept on, and, you know, they kept going, kept on going, took everything they needed for the sacrifice, but there was no lamb, right? And that that triggered the question uh, uh, Isaac brought up and said, well, I see all these things. I see that everything is said, but we're missing. There's a missing piece. There's a missing piece. Now, it takes someone with a prophetic eye and a prophetic voice to know and to believe wholeheartedly that you know what everything is said because what is missing is actually not missing we and we have actually not beheld it so we would trust god and believe god because there is something prophetic about given there is something so profound about responding to God's voice when he when he calls on us to give and to be and to be um, cheerful givers and to um, know that everything that he's given to us he can ask of and we have a choice we have a choice to give it back to him or withhold what he's given us and be in rebellion now, Abraham chose to give back what God gave to him. And see, the, the prophetic nature of this is when we, when we go to Hebrews 11, the Bible says that in the moment that Abraham agreed and believed that, look, this is what I'm going to do and accepted what he was going to do, Isaac was already resurrected in the realm of the spirit. So then that tells us that Abraham's willingness to respond to God's word in obedience activated something in the spiritual eye or the spiritual realm that was eventually manifested when the act was about to be committed in terms of Isaac being sacrificed. So all along, the faith of Abraham, the faith of 
of of this this man who who was from nowhere got called and he decided to just go along with the voice of God gave up everything gave up his 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 cultural identity his um his background and everything and just journeyed on now he was faced with a different challenge and a challenge in terms of our our understanding but in the realm of the spirit it was to test his wholehearted given nature and so we who are descendants of abraham we should take on that nature that full-fledged nature of given because it activates a lot of different uh, things for us it brings us to prayers it causes um, resurrections to occur it causes god to move ahead of us and set things uh it set things right and and even if things may not seem as they as though they are we call forth those things that are not as though they were because we know that we have believed god we've trusted him and we're given our, our all wholeheartedly Abraham experienced that. Now, I want to go to another um, scripture here. 1 Kings 17, verse 8. And I read from the Amplified Version. It says that, Then the word of the Lord came to him. That's um, Elijah saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon. And stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow to there to provide for you. So he set out and went to Zarephath. And when he had, he came to the gate of the city. Behold, a widow was there gathering sticks for firewood. He called out for her and said, Please bring me a little water in a jar so that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have no bread. Only a handful of flour in a bowl and a little oil in a jar. See, I'm gathering a few sticks so that I may go in and bake it for me and my son. That we may eat eat it as our last meal and die. So, here is a widow who... God had, you know, selected at the time to be a blessing to the man of God. But you look at the optics and it, it doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good. God is sending his servant, his prophet, to someone who didn't have much, didn't have hope, just knew that, okay, well, I was, I'm anticipating and expecting someone to come for me to be a blessing to them. But, you know, all this, okay, I'll give them water. I'll give him uh, anything else. But the little that I have, I cannot afford to share. Why does God do that? I believe because there was something greater in store for this woman. And so we would, take a, a quick break here and when we come back we'll be talking through what the what the importance of 
truly truly trusting god because to give we need to truly truly trust god isaiah 61 pastor solomon sponsor by spirit of lord church we'll be right back Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Right, wow. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church here in Minneapolis. And we're excited that you've you've stayed right on this dial and you've been blessed by what God is doing. So we continue uh, on what we were talking about before the break, which was the widow um, of Zarephath who uh, God sent Elijah to. And sometimes God will send us to uh, people or places that seemingly have n- not don't have much or may not be in a position to provide or um, may seemingly be, whoa, what a disappointment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't expect this. I thought, God, you are sending me to someone who had a lot. But here is Elijah standing before this widow who... Uh, was gathering sticks, um, gathering sticks. And um, Elijah started by asking for a jar of water. He he did. And um, and then as she was going to get it, um, Elijah said, well, bring me a piece of bread. You know, you know, that. see, that's, sort of you just ask for water and then now you're asking for bread what's up with that prophet what's up with that man of god and then even after them women the widow said that look i have no bread only a handful of flour in a in a bowl and a little in a jar and that she was going to prepare the last meal for her and his, his son to eat and die Elijah didn't say, "Oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. I, I, no, I, I'm so sorry. I asked for bread. No, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna take your last meal. I'm so sorry that you know I, I am being 
overly a burden to you at this time. I know you can't afford it. I don't. You don't. I know you don't have much. I know you. 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 You're planning to to just eat and die. And and I'm sorry that I came to be a bother to you. No, Elijah did not say that. Elijah said to her, "Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. Just make me a little bread." From it first, and bring it on to me, and afterward you may make one for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord God of Israel says: The bowl of flour shall not be exhausted, nor shall the jar of oil be empty, until the day that the Lord sends rain again on the face of the earth. What are we? challenged with what are we saddled with what is right in front of us i would tell you that giving would unlock any closed door giving will expose you to so many possibilities now but the language here of elijah is is profound he 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 knew he had he now had a context See, but but having the context of the widow didn't didn't negate the fact that God had purposed for Elijah to be there and for that encounter to occur. So Elijah wasn't just looking at the circumstance and the situation of the widow and the son. Elijah was looking at what God intended to do as this widow obeyed and given see there is a prophetic nature of given that once you open up your heart to god see you she she gave by first responding to god's word and voice to allow the prophet space to allow the prophet access to allow the prophet the 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 ability to even come in and tell her this is what I want. That may sound selfish, but see, it's not about that. It's about what God intends to do, which is far beyond what Elijah was saying. See, when the widow listened to Elijah, because Elijah was operating based on the prophetic and knew that given in this context was so was, was going to be profound was going to cause realms to open was going to cause unlimited resources to be to be made available to someone who only was hoping to die a few days after making the last meal but he said do not fear go and do as i have said as you have said, just make me a little bread from it first. Just just a little bread. Yeah. Yes, your your obedience and giving are tied together, right? And so in this case, we see that Elijah insisted, no, I'm not going to change courses on what God is going to do based on your circumstances. I'm not going to say do not give and activate the realm of unlimited resources because of your current circumstances. But respond to God's word and the word that I have given you and the instructions that I've given you. 
How many prophets do we have? How many believers encounter circumstances like this, situations like this where we 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 just and enter oh you know what you know I'm, I'm sorry i did i didn't want to be a burden i'm sorry and all and you know you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you because you don't have much elijah knew that this woman had a heart to give and so when you are hearing the word of god and god is saying that give in spite of your circumstances, because there is a reason because there is access to unlimited resources that your giving would unlock. I hope you have been blessed by today's episode and we'll be back again next week as we continue on this journey of giving. Again, this is Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon. I'm glad that you continue to faithfully listen to us here. And if this is your first time, we're glad that you've joined us. Um, we, you can visit us at 1001 Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. I'll be happy to worship with you and sharing the blessings that God has in store for all of us. Again, God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.